Welcome to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Paige Nelson, and together we will expand our minds and souls through conscious conversations. As a certified holistic nutritionist, yoga instructor, and wellness coach, I will be providing insights, tips, reflections, and inspiration on how to live a holistic, fulfilling, and aligned life. I am so excited and honored to have you here with me. Let's dive in. Hello loves and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to talk about one of the two main things that is getting in your way of of trying to make big shifts or transformation in your life. First to speak on what I believe those two things are. Number one is your past. And when I when I say your past, I mean when you are not willing or able or aware of your past and willing to look into your past to to see how it has affected you and shaped you, this can get in the way of your progress because there's always going to be something within you that's that's holding you back from moving forward because you're living on you're living in a belief system that was was maybe never meant to be yours or you're living with traumas that are affecting you in in how you operate on a daily basis. And the second thing is you just simply you. And what I mean by that is you getting in your own way. We love to get in our own way. It's like something that so, so many of us do. I would say that everyone on this planet gets in their own way. It's it's so common. And I have found that this is something that I have struggled with, with getting in my own way to reach certain goals or desires. And because of that, I really wanted to understand why, because I did realize it was so common. So I was like, why is this happening to all of us? Why are we standing in our own way and holding ourselves back? And so, So I decided to do some research on this and ended up finding a book called The Mountain Is You. And this book is so, so beautiful, filled with so much incredible knowledge. And it really helped me and answered so many of my questions around getting in your own way. So today I'm going to share some of those insights that I gained from this book and how you can start to let go of self-sabotage, which is essentially why we are getting in our own way. So one really important thing to understand when it comes to self-sabotage is first understanding emotional intelligence. And emotional intelligence is the ability to understand and interpret and respond to emotions in an almost enlightened and a healthy way. And the higher level of emotional intelligence that you have, the better that you will be able to get along with people, the more happiness you'll feel in your daily life, and you'll really be able to express your emotions in a more authentic way. And so like I mentioned, the connection between self-sabotage and emotional intelligence is so important because the root of self-sabotage really is a lack of emotional intelligence. Because if we can't understand ourselves, we become lost. And not understanding how your emotions work and how they process and how you process, we are not understanding a huge part of ourselves. So in order to improve our emotional intelligence, we have to understand the way in which our mind actually works. And as humans, our brains are designed to resist the things that we really want. And the reason this is, is because when we imagine our goals, we do so with the expectation that 
they will elevate your quality of life in some tangible way. And then when we arrive at this place, we expect that we'll just be able to coast and go throughout life easy peasy and just like almost relax into life. However, this is not what happens. Neurologically, the way our brain works, when we get something we really want, we actually just start to want more. And this is because dopamine has actually been proven to not just drive us to have desire, but it actually gives us the desire and the pleasure of wanting more. So we're never just satisfied with what we have. We constantly have this this desire to, to keep getting more and more and more. So subconsciously, we begin to deeply sabotage what we really want because we know that arriving there won't really give us the ability to to gain what we want. We know that it's just going to arrive and then and then we're going to want more. And we know this. Our our mind is so so smart and it knows that it's just going to make us hungrier for more and sometimes we don't feel up to that. Sometimes we don't feel up to that challenge of like constantly not being satisfied with what we have for very long. And then when we go so long with not having what we really want, we start to create these subconscious associations with having what we desire and it being bad because we are judging others for having it. And this is, this is really just a form of protection because we don't want to get hurt that we don't have it or we didn't put in enough effort to, to gain it. So we we judge other people for, for having it. This is like money is such a good example here. Like people judge others for having a lot of money because for them it may be a challenge. But that doesn't mean this person is bad because they have money. It's just, it's there, there's almost a, a, a little bit of jealousy in there, you can say. But if we do get the things that we want and we desire, we fear losing it so bad that we push it away from ourselves so we don't have to like withstand the pain that could happen if if we lose it and this is a form of self-preservation so the way that we can move forward here is like understanding the brain's processes and tendencies so that you can actually override this programming and like reclaim and start governing your own life again because This is why people say you are the mind, but this is why we can say that we can be the mind, but you don't have to let yourself be the mind. The mind, there's there's a lot going on in there, but you actually have more power to understand the way the mind works and override it. So one important thing to address here is when we are making any sort of shift in our life, if it's trying to achieve a goal and so we're making lifestyle shifts, if we're moving we can experience something that's called adjustment shock. That means that even if it's something good, you may not actually experience immediate happiness after making that change in your life, regardless of how positive it is. Positive events and changes can actually result in us coming into a depressive mood or having depressive thoughts because change is uncomfortable and we don't like uncomfortable. And that's what this adjustment shock is. It's this shock to a new way of life that is almost unsettling to us because we are not used to it. And it elicits stress in our body and in our mind because it is, it's, it's not in our nature to, to constantly change. We love 
routine. We love patterns. So that's why this adjustment shock can take place. And a way that we can overcome this adjustment shock is by also changing our mindset around the things that are around us when you make a positive shift in your life. So what I mean by this is creating more alignment and new and more accurate and sustainable perspectives to where you currently are in your life. A good example of this is if you if you make a positive shift in your life to say just even raise your consciousness, have more awareness around your lifestyle and how things are affecting you and how your environment and the people you're surrounding yourself with are affecting you. You may start to realize that you don't like the way a lot of people around you are acting. You may not like the kind of lifestyle they live and they don't feel supportive or in alignment with what you want to live. And so you may have to start to adjust your mindset to only surround yourself with the things that do support you. And this can be really challenging because I always say sometimes becoming more conscious and aware is actually a lot harder because you can go through your life with zero awareness, almost walking around like a zombie. And it's kind of easy. You're just doing whatever, going with the flow, floating through life. But if you want to truly thrive, if you want to fly, you have to have awareness, a deep, deep awareness to who you are, how you operate, how you process things, your emotional intelligence. And sometimes that can be a lot harder because it can be really confronting. It can bring up a lot of past experiences that maybe affected you in a negative way or have shaped you in a way that you want to let go of. So essentially I'm saying that when you make big changes in your life, it will force you to level up your life in different ways. There's no way you're gonna be able to continue doing the same things that you were doing before you made that up level. So coming back to self-sabotage, I wanna talk a little bit about how we can let go of self-sabotage. And like all things in life, the very first step is first becoming aware that you're doing it. Awareness is always the first place to be so that you can see how you're doing it, where you're doing it, how it's affecting you. Because once you see it, you can't unsee it. And so actually when it's happening, you want to become aware that you are self-sabotaging yourself. Stop yourself in that moment and, and then let it go. And obviously this is so much easier said than done. It's, you know, even like if you're changing your I mean, this is a perfect example of if you're changing your eating habits and you notice that you reach for that pizza and then you become aware of it and you're like, oh, I'm I'm doing that thing again. I'm, I'm reaching for the pizza. You stop in that moment and then you say, actually, no, I'm gonna choose the salmon instead. And this is, as probably you know, if you've ever tried to change your your eating habits, this is not easy. It's not something that happens the first time. It's something that you build up over time. So be gentle with yourself in this process. It's not something that's just going to switch off. No more self-sabotage. It's almost just now that you're aware of it, you can be more conscious of it and, and try to let it go more often. But what you consistently do is is what you will end up adapting So if you're constantly making decisions that don't support you and elevating in the way that you want or becoming this higher version of yourself, that's what you are going to continuously do. We are like such intelligent beings, but we are wildly unconscious. 
And it's pretty fascinating when you think about it. We go about so much of our day completely unconscious of what we're doing. So in order to to heal and to grow and to reach goals, we have to learn how to be more conscious of what we're doing and then be able to process that information and be able to understand why we're doing it and how we can stop doing it. And a lot of a lot of that comes with looking into your past and looking at limiting beliefs. And I'm not going to pretend that this is an easy process like this. This can be a lot of work and it can take a lot of time. But one thing that I want you to be super aware of during this process is rather than spending your time like making yourself small and shrinking yourself and making yourself wrong, you actually want to work on developing your self-esteem and believing in yourself and knowing that even if you quote unquote failed according to your own, you know, your own goal or intention that you're trying to reach, knowing that it's not wrong, it's just going to teach you something and know that you won't be judged or hated or exiled for it in the way that you fear. We typically think people are so concerned with what we're doing, but really everyone is on their own journey. And if they are concerned about us and judging us, that is only a reflection of of them. That is them projecting their experience on us. So we need to know that you know, we're doing the best we can in, in every single moment. And that's all you can really ask of yourself. So to bring this all into somewhat of a conclusion, we self-sabotage ourselves because our brains were built that way. Our brains were built to make it hard for us to make shifts and changes in our life because it likes to adapt. It likes routine. It likes the same thing over and over again. So to get out of that pattern, it can be really, really challenging. And if that is something you're looking to do to get out of that pattern, please be gentle with yourself. Please don't make yourself wrong for choosing something that isn't in alignment with the the shift that you're trying to make know that like your body is and your brain is literally telling you to not do that and you have to fight against yourself in order to make the decision that that will up level your experience and will bring you closer to that version of yourself you desire to be so this is like it's like an internal battle we have going on here and The beautiful thing is that once we can come into that different belief system or way of life and way of being, once we can really integrate it and adapt to it, then it'll stick because that's in our nature. So I hope that this episode on self-sabotage helps you understand yourself a little bit better and helps you realize that these beautiful, wildly unconscious beings that we are, are not always helping us, but sometimes we are actually up against something. And the best thing that we can do is understand the way in which our brain functions so that we can optimize our lives around that. I hope you all have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you again for listening to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the release of my next episode. If you feel inspired by what was on the pod today, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly helps the podcast so much. In addition, if you're feeling called to support the podcast in another way, you can send a donation using the link in the show notes. 
Any small contribution truly makes a difference. This will help me consistently create and put out content for you guys. I am sending each and every one of you all of my love. See you next time.